We have all seen unique things at uh, at weddings, right? I mean, yeah. you know, brides and grooms and families will have different different things. Um, this bride took to social media asking, does anyone know where I can rent a peacock? I want a peacock. <laughs> maybe maybe to walk down the aisle for my uh, wedding. I mean, a bride should get what she wants on her big day, yeah. but there's got to be some, some boundaries. Yeah, you're not alone in thinking that. People responded... To her tweet. Oh, boy. These are just some highlights. One person said, this woman has never actually met a peacock. (laughs) Uh, Another one said, I really want her to find one. When peacocks go off, they fully choose violence. Imagine (gasps) that horror movie as your wedding story. What? And then last, sure, invite a peacock to your wedding. Because who doesn't want their wedding vows drowned out by the screams of a giant angry (laughs) folding fan? Mary and Josh Daily Podcast brought to you by United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family owned partner with a direct lender advantage. Mary. Josh. Daily. Mary. Josh. Daily. You uh, have to stand for the bride when this music starts. You can do whatever you want when the peacock shows up. (laughs) Pretty sure they sound like this. Like, I don't, but they're so pretty. They are very handsome yeah. and beautiful and apparently also dangerous. One woman went to social media and said, please help me. I'd like to rent a peacock. They're just gorgeous. Uh-huh. And want it for my wedding to walk down the aisle. And people are like, yo, you don't know what a peacock's going to do. Some <laughs> don't of the they res- have talents? Well, they're a kind bird, of? yeah, yeah okay. and a pointy beak. Right. And they are very territorial. Okay. And so, yeah, there, there's all of that. Um, the responses to this woman's post were, were pretty good. This one person said, I'm going to hard pass. And they mentioned the talons yeah. and the beak and the fact that they, they can end the lives of certain things in order to eat them. Get out of They're their way. Carnivores. Yeah. And then uh, I've heard a peacock scream. One other person said, I can't imagine how loudly they would have to sound in a closed room. This is a bad idea all around. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to fast forward to this yet, but you do have a teenage daughter who maybe, right. maybe she'll get married. Maybe she won't, but let's just say she does get married. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And daddy, all I want for my wedding day is a peacock. Then I have failed because she doesn't understand what budgeting is. <laughs> there ain't no budget for a peacock. Talking good, good news. They are Zach and Julie. And they met at Subway. So, Aww. like, what would be, let's see, what's your favorite sub kind of sandwich? Mine's a meatball sub. BLT all oh, the way. yeah. So, just think, you're looking up over your BLT and you see this dreamy boy. And, <laughs> you know, he does the same. They notice each other right away. And you, one thing leads to another. Conversations, phone calls, dates. And they are getting married. Aww. Their wedding pictures, they took at a subway stop they did not only because that's where they met Uh but they love themselves some subway so like instead of the the champagne glass with their arms wrapped around each other Uh they each had a six inch sub like that's that's what they did would you ever here's the thing (laughs) i i don't want to judge what brings someone joy Mm -hmm. or what Mm -hmm. they love Mm -hmm. my question is in 30 years, when you look back at your wedding photo album, is there yeah. any part of you that might regret <laughs> that decision? Now, there are people in your life you just don't know how to communicate with. Especially as a parent, you have these people who are a part of you, mm-hmm. but you feel like strangers sometimes. And I know we've talked about it, Josh, being a dad to a teenage daughter. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I 
because I never lived that life. Uh, I I have nothing. I feel like most days I, I I listen to her. We try to talk. I don't know what to say to kind of break through those walls, you know, that naturally get built. And and it is. It's a struggle. Yeah. And my heart breaks sometimes. Going like, sweetheart, I just. Oh, I just want to talk to you so bad, but I'm bad at conversing. You're bad at conversing, so we sit there in yeah. silence. It's not how we want it to be. Well, and a lot of times it comes to a place, no matter what the relationship looks like, you have to meet that person where they are. And one young lady tweeted, I love this, how her dad got through to her in her heart. She said, my dad once wrote a note to us and put it in a drawer. The note said, if you're scared to tell me something, just bring me this note as a reminder that I'm here to support you. Mm. I won't get mad. I will work with you on a solution. And she said that was the best way to keep her talking to her dad was just that little note that she could go to him and be like, there's something. And just knowing it was a safe place where there's no judgment, that iron fist is not coming down, just knowing that you have that soft place to land no matter what. Well, Bob was walking around with a question mark over his head like a cartoon character because the clock wasn't working. He could not figure this out. Put this uh, whole story on Facebook. So I'm like following along as all this is happening. He thought it was the battery. So he replaced the battery. Thought maybe one of like the hands, the metal hands on the clock was bent and it wouldn't pass or whatever. Came to find out it was the actual engine of the clock itself. And then, then Bob got like super deep. Okay. He said, sometimes we're the clock. We have things go wrong in our lives. We usually come up with different ways that we want to fix it, Mm -hmm. that we think, okay, I'm going to try this. Oh, that didn't work. I'll try it again. Nope, it still didn't work. Just like replacing a battery in a bad clock engine is not the solution for his timekeeping problem. Leaving God out of our problems in life is not the solution either. We hear people all the time talk about, well, pray to God, ask God for help. But what like, what does that mean? What, what should we yeah. expect? I've had those questions in my life. And Bob said, God's not someone just to call during our problems and then forget until the next one. But he does want to help us if we ask. He's the new engine to fix whatever it is isn't quite working in your life. You can do hard things. All right, all right. This reminds me of that Bible verse just saying, you know, with God, anything is possible. This woman, Shannon, bless her heart, she's with her son and husband in the car, and she's driving over a bridge, which is her biggest fear in her entire life, going over some water. Here's a little audio clip from what happened. This is not good. Okay. Oh my goodness. Oh, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for your protection, God. Help me, God. I thank you for the courage for me to hold this wheel tight and keep going straight in my lane, Lord. I will not swerve left. I will not swerve right. I will not look back. God, I thank you right now. I I think (laughs) if everyone handled their (laughs) their problems like this and their fears... The, the world would be a much different place. Taking me to too much water. Oh, father! Uh, something tells me um, we need to smile when we say the word addiction for this. Mary, what? I was trying to fix something on an Amazon order that I had, and I'm new to this online shopping thing. This is all new to me. 
So what I needed help with was canceling, getting a refund, blah, blah, blah. I had to download the app on my phone to do a live chat with them. Look at you. I can't stop shopping. (laughs) (laughs) Finding out how someone used to act can give you a great understanding of the person you know today. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you your friend, Miss Mary O'Brien. My mom likes to remind me of the things I used to do as a child (laughs) uh, just to annoy me and frustrate me. And my mom's sharing how when I was younger, we would go clothing shopping and... Every single outfit she would pick out, I hated. Of course you and did. I would go try everything on, and she tried mm-hmm. to get me to pick out my own stuff, and I wanted no part of it. And I'm thinking, usually girls are all about that stuff. Yes, you are. Not only are you all about like the try on and the dress up, you know, really, no matter how old the daughter may be, uh, it's. You like so many of them that you have to pare it down because that doesn't fit the budget. You are the opposite. I was low maintenance, but it's still just kind of weird. I wanted to wear all my brother's hand-me-downs. That's not low maintenance, Mary. (laughs) Uh -uh. Deep down, everybody wants to be a Guinness World Record holder, right? For something. Like most tissues pulled out in 60 seconds or most dribbles of a soccer ball on your foot. You know, something like that. Well, this little guy named Richard... He, which is the best name. He is one year old, and he is officially that record holder. Aw. He is the most premature baby to have survived, which is heartbreaking to say, but knowing that he's the one, he has made it. Listen to this. He was born at 21 weeks. He was less than 12 ounces and just 10 inches long. Tiny, 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 Could tiny. fit in the palm of your hand, literally. Mom and dad kept advocating for him. He was given a 0% chance of survival. The doctors kept fighting, all of them working through those months with COVID restrictions on top of it last yes. year. So watching him now hammer that first birthday cake <laughs> has been worth it all. Love will make you do crazy things. <laughs> This is a little extreme, though. Headline. Man goes on 2,000-mile quest to mine his own diamonds for his girlfriend's engagement ring. What? He went out with a little, like, what do they use? A little hatchet thing and a pan and a headlamp, and he's just out there doing the thing. All right. Listen, guys like this... uh Great. Congratulations. Fantastic way to go. It makes the rest of us look like slackers with a heart of stone. Okay. And, yeah. And not, what do you mean? Yeah. I mean, but, I, no, I was listening listen, and like, yeah, I'm listening. I will say this. The luster will wear off that enormous self-found rock if he isn't equally as dedicated to taking out the trash, washing and folding laundry, <laughs> and changing diapers when the time comes. Trust me, from experience, that is love friend had posted on Facebook anyone else have a 13 year old boy who wakes them up at 3 a.m. to kill a centipede dude (laughs) is taller and stronger than me but he still woke me up guess I should just be thankful he knows I still exist yeah that's one way to take it Uh, I I was super grateful to God when he kept giving me sons because I don't like killing the bugs I don't I'm not the exterminator guy I don't like it when they pop under my feet I don't like accidentally missing with the tissue and then they're crawling around everywhere all freaked out 
So I thought, all right, God gave me three young strapping men who are going to... No, they're more terrified than I am. They left (laughs) a simple fly-looking being on the wall for five hours yesterday until I was able to come get it. You know, for special events, special occasions, everyone has to have their special outfit, including our four-legged furry little friends. So obviously you've seen him in like little Halloween costumes or a little sweater when it's super cold outside. We're about to up the ante, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Wedding outfits for dogs because more and more people are including their pets in their special day. Josh, stop laughing and rolling your eyes. Listen, one lady who this is her thing. She is a dog outfit designer and she said one piece of advice do not put anything on your dog that you wouldn't wear yourself. She said, for example, what? please don't put boots with Velcros on Velcro on your dogs. What, what in the... This but is you a- should see little Rufus just all dressed up with a now, frilly white lacy. This to me, it, it's akin to the person who has like the plaster goose on the front porch and they put like a raincoat on it when it's uh, rainy. Yeah. Is that okay with you? Like that's strange to me. I am all about any little way we can make life more exciting. Uh, a friend just shared that she has a banana outfit that goes on her dog. What? I uh, want more <laughs> banana outfits. Think of the scenario. You're in one of those escape rooms. Maybe you love that. Maybe you don't. You're already anxious. I'm sorry. Breathe. It's fine. It's just a story. But you're in there with hundreds of other people, most of which you don't know, and you all have to figure out what you're supposed to do in order to escape the escape room. If it sounds intimidating, at least to me, it really is, because who's in charge? How do you communicate all the ideas with all these different people? How do you get anything done? My name is Josh, and United Faith Mortgage is the exact opposite of that room full of hundreds of strangers. They are a small family team, which allows them to give personal one-on-one service. My family has experienced it a couple of times when we bought our home a few years ago, and then when we refinanced last year. They're great at connecting with you, and this is the best, they're great at mortgages. United Faith Mortgage has partnered with The River for years because they believe their core is the same as ours faith and family. See what it's like for yourself. Go to unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York. Animalist number 1330. The Mary and Josh Daily Podcast is presented by United Faith Mortgage, produced by Josh Hooper. For more, go to riverradio.com or on Facebook, search 1049 The River or search Mornings with Mary and Josh.